The annual celebration of Halloween is typically associated with symbols of murder, mayhem, and madness, but of the playful show variety. Celebrants don't generally engage in those behaviors. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week, we are combing the Wikipedia page for the term urban legends. And look, you and me both, brother. (laughs) My watch got me. Um, And we are going to start from the top and just start intermittently, like, dipping into the topics that they have listed, A to Z, numerals actually to Z, and find out what we find out this is this is a premise that i'm very stoked about this is a recurring episode we are planting some seeds here this is about the long game all right we get questions from our you know our our uh what is it called (laughs) when you have like a (laughs) oh man i just ruined the joke uh on our board of what? When, when you when you have like, like a board of directors, board of directors, yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. Well, we have a shareholders meeting, and yeah. they say, "Well, what are your long term plans for next quarter?" Right now, we can say, "Well, we're going to do every single urban legend that's listed on Wikipedia." That's true. Yeah, we I, have a plan. I genuinely, I'm like very excited about this. Yeah, I think it's really cool. This is uh, going to be a, a significant undertaking, and it me- really means that the guide to the unknown. Mm-hmm. will be what the name suggests. We're like, at some True. point, theoretically, we will have spoken about every urban legend. <laughs> right. At least that Wikipedia has listed on that one massive list of urban legends. Yeah, totally. I, I love this. I do too. So I guess I'll kick it off because we're going, Please. like I said, just in order. And I took the first two entries and Will took the second two. Yes. So the first one that we will talk about is the 27 Club. Now, do you know what this is, Will? I, I guess we touched on it when we decided what to do the show about. But I, I do. I thought it was like the 33 Club or something like that. Well, the th- I think the 33 Club is the private Disney club. Oh, well then never mind. I think. I thought I thought like Chris Farley died at 33 or Oh, maybe there's also a 33 club actually. Something like that. It wasn't in the we we're covering the numbers. Yeah. Here in this episode. According to Wikipedia, there are no other urban legends that start with a number. Um All right, 33 Club is Disney, oh. but now I'm going to put 33 Club death. <laughs> seems like a better club to be a part of. But um <laughs> No, it's it's you know, like a very exclusive club. Yeah. Um, that is a thing too, I guess. There, the There is a club. list. I'm not seeing it called the 33 Club, but there are certainly lists of people who died at 33. It's like Belushi and, died about at to 33 say that. Mm-hmm. and Farley and, yeah. Uh, you know, David Koresh. Oh, the God. Yeah. yeah. The greats. <laughs> but, uh, so yes, it's this, it's this somewhat, uh, uh, maybe detached mm-hmm. perspective of, of, people who all died at a particular age and how that gives them all some form of import. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't think it necessarily is supposed to be that it like gives them sort of import. Yeah. I think it is honestly just as simple as being like, this is a weird coincidence. Yeah. 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 Um, But it's acknowledged as like, it's a thing. Why is this happening so frequently? 27. Right. But I don't think that it's supposed to be speaking to anything that's like special about them, that they're in the 27 club. It's just like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, why does this keep happening? Um, so here are some of the people who fall into this group. So the 27 club is mostly musicians, but not only. Okay. Um, and some, these are some of the most well-known names, but it's not 100% of the people. Uh, Brian Jones 
Jones, who's a founding member of the Rolling Stones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, Jean-Michel Basquiat, Jonathan Brandis, Anton Yelkin, and Robert Johnson are all part of the 27 Club. Wow. All, all died at 27. And like I said, there are some more people as well, but I won't, you know, go through the entire, entire list. Um so before we go on, because this really is a pretty simple concept. There's yeah, really, I have one of these as well. One of mine is just sort of like saying something. Yeah. There's not a lot to it. It is just like, it's strange that all of these famous people died at age 27. Yeah. Um. So here's something about Robert Johnson, who's on this list, that also kind of falls under like guides to unknown topic stuff. Robert Johnson was, and honestly, I'm saying he's famous. I didn't know about Robert Johnson until, um, and I haven't seen it, but there's a documentary about him that's on Netflix. And I like kind of became aware of his story in a very vague way. But he is slash was a really famous blues musician. And there's a myth about him having sold his soul to the devil in order to get his talent. So the story is that he was just kind of this like good time guy womanizer who lived in Mississippi. And he couldn't really play blues well until one night in the middle of the night, he went to the crossroads of Route 61 and 49 and made a deal with the devil that in exchange for his soul, he would become an amazing blues singer and guitar player. And then that happened. The devil said, you're on and gave him this massive talent. And he <clears throat> went on to be like super successful and revered for the three years after that happened until oh. he died in 1938 at age 27. This this in and of itself is something of an urban legend. I mean, literally the tale yeah. you just told of, of course. But I'm saying like the greater story concept of you sell your soul to the devil or like You'll ha- you'll be imbued with X power for as long as you live, mm-hmm. but not knowing that the next day you step into an open manhole cover. Right, That's like, like a, a monkey t- paw kind of thing. Monkey paw, yes, or like a Twilight Zone-esque twist. Yep. At the end, that your life is far shorter than you anticipated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um. So, but but it also speaks to which I think the Twenty Seven Club concept. And admittedly, like I feel like there is like uh so, so something else that I'm sort of intrigued by this. Uh, endeavor of ours is like occasionally we might get to an urban legend that we would might have avoided previously yeah yeah um and i don't think we would ever have talked about the 27 club without trying to do this because it is so morbid yeah Um, and there's not a lot unknown to it really it's it's honestly just a coincidence and it's the real fact of like these are people who were loved not just by not just by audiences Loved by friends and family whose death is now wrapped up in some like, oh, but did you know Yeah, that now they're in this club? Like, it's a, it's cold, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that it really achieves is it hardcore underscores like, man, look at what Kurt Cobain accomplished mm-hmm. by the time he was 27. Are you kidding me? It's absolutely nuts. It's, it's, it sort of denotes the accomplishments mm-hmm. Right. Before yeah, no, I see what dying you're... so young. It's kind of incredible. Right. For it to, I mean, 
it's terrible to say, but I guess it's kind of true. I guess it's just true of fame in general anyway. Um, for it to be noted right. that you're part of the 27 Club, then you must have been kind of extraordinary, at least as far as like pop culture goes. It's not everybody who's 27 and died. That's right. It's right? people who are 27 it, and they've leached, reached this level of fame. Yes. Um, and that fame came from talent in all these cases. Yes, uh, you unless know? you sold your soul and died three years later. <laughs> right. Which right. That, that's really a way the the you sold your soul angle is really a way um to diminish the hard work you put in well he didn't work hard he sold his soul to the devil and got it easy yeah totally you know like it's it sort of uh, denigrates a talented person who's probably worked their ass off definitely and that is how that is how it has progressed but it seems like the rumor started in kind of a lighthearted way okay, like not yeah, necessarily yeah. I mean, that definitely is the, the takeaway from it that like, oh, he didn't just work his ass off. He yeah. sold his soul. But it's it was an offhand comment that somebody made kind of flippantly. Um, so the other interesting thing about this guy, and like I said, I haven't watched the documentary about him that's on Netflix. Um, so I'm sure there's a t- obviously a ton more about him in there. But my understanding from doing research for the show is that partially as a function of him living in the early 1900s and whoever, you know, whatever else, there's not a lot of concrete history known about him. A lot of, um, like, his life story is sort of like oral tradition hearsay. There's not a lot of documentation yeah, yeah. about Robert Johnson, even though he made, like, a really huge mark for blues music. Actually, if you go to the crossroads of Route 69, or no, 61 and 49, they have crossed guitars there. That's cool. It's like a thing. That's cool. Um, so there's there's a lot about him that's not super, super known, but it seems like the rumor started very simply um, with just like an offhand remark from a fellow musician who went by Sunhouse, who said in an interview that Johnson had tried playing in local circles and he really wasn't great. He fell off the map for a couple of years and then he came back and basically wiped the floor with everybody. It was like amazing. Oh yeah. And so he just said in this interview that he must have sold his soul to the devil to do that. Right. The other thing that a legend can do, mm -hmm. um, is that while it might diminish the hard work somebody put in, the other thing it does is it acknowledges, it it acknowledges it, it, it exaggerates and honestly exalts somebody to a place of being legendary yes you know? like it, it could not this could not have happened of human means yeah. this guy got so He's good so incredible that, he must have sold his soul to the devil right so uh, it's kind of a matter of perspective that I is, guess. yeah that is pretty cool and having the crossed guitars and it's like also just like very rock and roll you know yeah. like rock and roll people seem to have their own like mythology sometimes the Definitely. six-fingered the six strings because the devil has six fingers yeah 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 like all that kind of stuff like it's pretty cool yeah and i mean they called blues the devil's music oh really because a lot of blues lyrics not everybody obviously would be about like drinking fornicating and like hard living and that's like devil stuff yeah so people were like blues is no good you know but the people who were were like this is very good it's very good (laughs) um so it seems like that remark combined with a song called crossroads by johnson um, which, however, is about going to the crossroads and asking for help from the Lord. Um, but still, it's called Crossroads. The well, guy said the devil thing. Could be the, the, exactly. It could be the Dark Lord. Dark Lord. Um, it, it got all got mixed up into uh-huh. being this story. That's great. And it's also probably influenced by the fact that blues is the devil's music. So this guy's already got kind of like a satanic bent to him. Didn't Britney Spears have a movie called Crossroads? 
Uh, yeah. Is it called Crossroads? I think it is. Is there a theory about that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who did she meet? Oh, that my night? God. And you know, Tenacious D met someone walking down a long and lonesome <laughs> road. All of a sudden, they're shy to shiny demon in the middle in of the, the middle road. In the middle of the road. That movie, it, hang on, Britney Spears, is it just called Crossroads? Do you know that Jack Black Spears starred in a video movie. game that is all about heavy metal mythology and going to hell and stuff? Yeah. I think I have access to it for free through It like is just called Crossroads. Is it really? Yeah. We should play that on one of our sure. streams because it's all just Jack Black being hardcore heavy metal and like, I don't know, Ronnie James Dio and whatever else. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> whatever they do. I'd be delighted to do all that. Right. Um, so this rumor kind of like really having legs was probably also influenced by the fact that Robert Johnson was a little bit of a bad boy in life, it seems like. Um, so it's a little bit easier to project this idea on him. He was like a hard partying dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, really like the ladies. Um, he eventually died of unconfirmed causes. Um, but people obviously like made legends around this too so people say that he was poisoned by the husband of a woman who he was sleeping oh, with damn. in revenge okay and uh anything to support this idea is just anecdotal mm. um but people do really get into it they're like theories about what the poison might have been that correlate with like maybe some medical records that people have found or whatever but it's super inconclusive and um, just speculation. And we know that the world loved a good story about this guy. Yeah. So, you know, hard to say what the deal is, but he's definitely a legend. That's interesting. It's fascinating. So anyway, back to the 27 Club as a thing. Um, the risk of death for people who are 27-year-old celebrities is not statistically higher okay. than anybody else. So really, it's just kind of a noticeable coincidence because these people are so famous. Um, and this is directly from Wikipedia that has, you know, kind of like facts and figures and stuff. There should be a 72 club. <laughs> oh. Right? Oh, my God. The exclusivity. Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the 98 club. <laughs> um. A study by university academics published in the British Medical Journal in December 2011 concluded that there was no increase in the risk of death for musicians at the age of 27, stating that there were equally small increases at age 25 and 32. So there's these the, the spikes, but it's not the only one. Hmm. Uh, the study noted that young adult musicians have a higher death rate than the general young adult population, surmising that fame may increase the risk of death among musicians, but this risk is not limited to age 27. Right. Which all makes sense. Yes, 100%. Um, and then a 2014 article at The Conversation suggests that the statistical evidence shows popular musicians are actually most likely to die at age 56. Whoa. 2.2% um, compared to 1.3% at 27. Huh. Um, so it seems like it was a noticeable pattern because a bunch of these deaths happened in a short period of time. Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison all died at 27 between 1969 and 1971. I was so going to say, those years, were all like 60s, 70s people. In two years, like mega stars That's all crazy. died at 27. That's pretty crazy. Uh, but there was really no popular mention of the 27 Club being a talk, like having it be a talked about thing until after Kurt Cobain's death in 94, because he was also 27. So it was like, 
this happened again. This is a thing. Like, uh, yeah, why are yeah, yeah. all of these? And by the by that time, by the way, I didn't think think about it when I was writing this. There was enough time for these musicians to not just be popular for their time, like they were in 1971. But now, like these people are like lasting legends yeah. of music, mm-hmm. and he was as well. Like he was definitely like I think. I'm sure he's mythologized further now, but it felt like he had a living legend vibe at the time anyway. So you can really be like all of these like insanely talented, impactful musicians are 27. There's like a thing and a club. That's interesting. And it, so it wasn't really uh, talked about that way until 94. So it wasn't, you know, Jim Carrey in the number 23, like, like being like 27. 27. Where did I hear that before? And like piecing together a mystery or something like that. It was like, all in one go, 27, 27, 27, 27. Right. And yeah. then nothing, or not not a ton for, you know, a number of years. And then again, a musician who's like right. huge at 27. You're like, huh, again? Yeah. With 27? That really is incredible, too. It's like, very weird. To be like Jim Morrison was only 20. Now, I haven't listened to The Doors much. Me neither. But I know The Doors and I know Jim Morrison. Yeah, you're he was, aware. He was 27. I know. It's always crazy to me. This is like a thing that like I contend with like in 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 other parts of my life as well where I'm like, "Oh, getting older than somebody who you viewed as an adult mm-hmm. and you live longer than they ever did." Right. To some extent, you know more than they could ever know. You in know a I mean? way, yeah. Like I'm, no, I'm it's older very than you. Weird. I'm older than you, Jim Morrison. Mhm. Right? I'm old yeah. enough to be your well, not your dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you're old enough to be Jim Morrison's dad. Not yet. yet. Not yet. You might feel but I, I might be like someday. Jim Morrison's dad. You might feel very paternal toward mm, him. To you, I might look like I'm old enough to be Jim <laughs> you Morrison's don't. dad. You don't. Why do you think I trim my beard? I'm trying to <laughs> age down, trying to connect with the youth out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's working. That's why I keep talking about Skrillex and... Uh, <laughs> do they care about Skrillex anymore? Look, maybe they do, and I just showed out and such. Uh, I am. I have a, no idea. Another another teen who looks as old as me said he was into them. <laughs> I don't know. Got recently. Do the point is, I got to do more work. Yeah, <laughs> There's more work to be done. It's gonna take a little more research. Yeah. All right, soldiering on through the Wikipedia list. Yeah, this is the nine 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 phone charging myth. Yeah. Okay. Did you know what this was at all? <laughs> no, I had not no at all. idea. Uh-uh, no, no, no. Zero. All right, this is the idea that it, it, it originated in Britain. It's the idea that dialing 999 or whatever your country's emergency number is, so for our case in America, it's 911, would automatically charge your phone so it has more power. So if your phone's dying, you can call 911 and your phone is going to charge up because it wants you to have enough juice or something to be able to make your 911 call. That's so goofy. It's very goofy. It is like it's based in something that is kind of working off this a similar principle, but like not really. So apparently the rumor started in message boards for BlackBerry users around 2012. When the battery was low, Blackberries back then had a well, I don't know if Blackberries are even around anymore. Do I need to specify I back don't, then? I don't I think Blackberry tried to make a comeback and it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, well, back then they had a feature that would automatically shut down functions except for the ability to call emergency numbers yes. when the battery was super low. And owners realized that if they called 999 and hung up right away, it would override the shutdown feature for a few minutes and allow them to make other outbound calls. Oh, that's kind of neat. So it's not that it's giving you more battery power, right. but it would give you access to the remaining battery power you had left. It's a cheat code to get the other functions on your phone to work. Yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. I think in Germany, um, when you dial 999, uh-huh. um, it's because you're mad. It's because you're angry. 999! <laughs> Yeah. Or you're scared, you're like, oh, nine, 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 Yeah. Oh, God. It became such a prevalent thing to call and hang up 999 that the British police had to issue press releases telling people not to do it because it's a humongous waste of time and resources on their end. Because operators had to call back hang-ups to make sure that the person is okay. Mm -hmm. So it sucks. Um, Sorry, bro. I was trying to order a pizza and (laughs) I heard this myth. (laughs) Did you ever call 911 when you were a kid? For the definitely the definitely. curiosity of it, I and think hang I, up. I think I did. I think I, I did. did. Too. I have like a very fuzzy memory of that. Me too. I I don't know. I it's all the memory of me calling nine one one and hanging up is also mixed up with the memory of me calling a psychic hotline, mm-hmm. like in the middle of the night. And thank God it being like a kindly psychic who was like. You need to hang up. Oh, like, good. It's, a, it's that's great. This is clearly a kid. You actually got through those. Yeah. Were like, weren't those like nine hundred numbers? Mm-hmm. Wow. I guess there was some sort of thing where it was like have five minutes for free or something, and then you'll get charged. Whatever it was, there wasn't any charge, but there would be if I stayed on longer. Mm-hmm. And whoever it was, I don't think they gave me any psychic downloads. I think they could tell I was a kid instantly. And also, it was like. I feel like I was asking about something that my, that mom had lost, but it was also a total excuse for me to just call a psychic hotline. I think honestly, like I probably was like, oh, I'll use my power for good. And also they won't get as mad at me right. if something goes down yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. asking a sweetie little I'm question. I'm technically being precocious. I'm trying to help. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the person was like, you need to hang up. Yeah. <laughs> like we can't do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing came of it. I do remember vaguely like calling out one just like, huh. Really quick, but it was, I, yeah. it was just touching the flame. I know. I think. I think I did something similar. I think a lot of kids did. Yeah. I, I don't have. You know, in today's day and age, it's kind of rare to have the house line. You know. Yeah. When Allie and I bought the house, we did not install a, a house phone. No, I've I haven't had a house phone like as a moved out person. I think with Zoe, I haven't. Not that Allie and I have talked about this, but like I think. Maybe it would make sense when she's older just so that if need be, uh-huh. Zoe has quick access to a phone if she needs to call somebody. My point is really this. I'm getting off. <laughs> well, I'm thinking more about how phone? to raise my daughter when she's a teenager. Couldn't she just have a cell phone in that case? Probably, probably. But like she can't have the experience that you and I did with kids of being like, yeah. no one's around. I'll just lift the phone, right. hit three buttons, and achieve my goals. Yeah, exactly. It'll be like, I, I need to have mom or dad's phone. Already I will lose my phone because she'll take it. She's not even yeah. two. But and there'll be all kinds of permissions in place and stuff. That's true, too. You know? And she can't unlock the phone. Yeah. But you can get to emergency mode. Yes. And she has gotten to emergency mode where there's like a big red button that says like, call the constable? Yeah. Yeah. Like, get me the commissioner is a big button. Yes. And she like is has teetered close to that button. Yeah. But it's not the same thing. I bet feeling. that happens a lot. It's not the same thing as, as being like. No. Like illicitly. One. Hello, mm-hmm. officer. <laughs> Hang up. Mm-hmm. Officer's like, God damn it. <laughs> it's me a long night. Another baby. <laughs> um, How's your night been, dispatcher? Oh, it's fine, chief. Just 5,000 babies. Oh, so quiet night. No crimes or murders. Just every baby in the town. <laughs> uh, it's So with this legend... To believe that you can magically charge the phone somehow by calling a phone number, no. I know. Well, people thought gone. 
Uh, granted, it's not coming back. It's gone. Your charge has disappeared. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people on most tongue in cheek were like, 5G caused COVID. Yeah. So there is this like misunderstanding of technology and how things work. Yeah. Also, maybe people were aware that in Grand Theft Auto 4, if your car breaks, mm-hmm. there is a glitch where if you use your phone and dial any number, the car will start working again. I mean, why would you not exploit that? And I certainly did, especially when I was also exploiting the swing set glitch. There's about 1% of people out there that are like, we'll know. I, I understand entirely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I get this entirely. What's the swing set glitch? There's a swing set in Grand Theft Auto 4 that is glitched. If you smash into it with your car, it like it like disconnects from the ground a little. You know, like in video games, like you drive into something and you might sm- like a, a lamp post yeah you drive over it and you'll break the whole thing and like send it flying down the street yeah this swing set is clearly rooted to the spot Mm -hmm. it can't be smashed and and pushed down the the street but you can loosely disconnect it from the ground or something so it starts like vibrating it's trying to get back to where it's supposed to be and uh if it if it's positioned just right while it's vibrating, it'll punt you like all the way across the map and send you flying. And when oh, you're in cool. your vehicle, like the game can barely keep up with having to load all that, and you're flying through the what? air, and your car's all smushed in. And when it <laughs> lands, sometimes the car just won't start. Oh! But if you dial your phone for some reason, it makes the car work. So then you can slowly drive all the way back, so you can see how many times you can do the swing set glitch before your car will explode. Oh, nice! This is what I do. Right. This is what's fun. This is what I do. <laughs> um, well, you know, people do all kinds of crap. They're calling 999. Yeah, whatever. Um, there was also a rumor for a while that pressing star 3370 three, pound on your cell phone would unlock hidden battery power, but it's a misunderstanding of an option that is actually available on some brands of phones where you press a different sequence of numbers and it enables enhanced full rate codec, which gives you a better sound quality, actually at the expense of a better battery life. Oh, no. So it's like the opposite. Well, but you do that and then you just call the police. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and get it all back again. They'll jump it for you, basically. It's free energy. <laughs> right. We found the loophole. Um, a few years later in 2015, 15, rumors circulated that on an iPhone, if you told Siri, charge my phone to 100%, it would call emergency services for you as a discreet coded way to get help. It oh. turned out that that was a bug in the Apple programming that made it happen and was fixed within a day once they found out about it. So that was happening? So it, yeah, I guess so. Like it didn't charge your phone, but if you said charge my phone to 100%, then it would call 911 for you. Wow. That's so kinda... that if you were in like a sticky situation that you could do that and, you know, get help. It's, it's funny, though, that like if you're in a sticky situation that it's like that you have the time to be like, charge my phone. You know, Siri. I... <laughs> yeah. <some> requests. <laughs> right. I you think know? what they have gone with now is a lot better. <laughs> mm. Siri yeah. dial pomegranate five four nine or zero zero. What was that? What did you just do? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find out. RoboCop's already on his way. <laughs> um, but yeah, now, you know, if you try to, like, for an iPhone, if you hit the side button in the top volume, there's a thing that you can slide to get emergency services without, like, having to talk yeah. on the phone and, like, have a tell for whoever you're with that's, you know, doing something scary. Yeah. Um, so here are just a couple of other cell phone urban legends Great. that I thought that I would leave you with. If you microphone your iPhone for 30 seconds, <laughs> it'll charge it to full. I've heard this. Yeah. You have. I hadn't heard yeah. before. Um, it is a bad idea to do this. Very bad idea. It does do not this. work and it will screw up your phone. I can see kids falling for this. This is one of those things where it's like, 
I know how to work the microwave. I will test this. I tested it with all your phones at once, Dad. You know, like... <laughs> oh, God. Especially with wireless charging. I can understand, like, yeah. some sort of There's logic little, being yeah. like, well, I don't know how wireless charging works. True. Microwave make thing hot. Yeah, true. Make phone hot. Need to make phone hot. Yeah. Uh, speaking of phone hot, another urban legend is that you can place an egg between two phones and it'll cook. Um... <laughs> <laughs> This rumor spread after a satirical article from Whimsy Village Web in 2000. You know Whimsy Village Web. Go there all the time. Yeah. Uh, phones do put when out- When I can't visit Whimsy Village IRL. Yeah. You I go to, to Whimsy Village Web. Exactly. Web. Uh, phones do put out a small amount of radiation, which is what microwaves use to cook food, but it would take 7,000 phones to warm up an egg. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of phones. So not true. That's a, I mean, I'm kind of glad to hear it takes that many. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep it away from your huevos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, weird. Those I know. Some weird phone facts. I know. Interesting. So that's it. That's why Zoolander's agent uses that earpiece. For that's the right. radiation. <laughs> that's right. For the radiation. Uh, that's also why Will Ferrell has that teeny weeny little phone in that SNL sketch. Of course. Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> it's just safe and smart get your bags packed we're going to milan milan it's great <laughs> it really it's just great uh so we are going to move on to will's numerical urban legends but before we do we just want to make sure that you know about patreon.com slash gttu pod this is a way that you can support the show like nobody's business mm -hmm. we have a number of different tiers that you can choose from to donate an amount monthly and in return we have a bunch of different bonuses that you get back as a thank you all the way up to getting an extra episode of us every single week on monday with our second podcast the netherworld dispatch did you know we do two podcasts we do we do this past monday's episode kristen and i combed through reddit for new scary stuff the goal was for us to somehow scare ourselves in the dark right it didn't work but we did see some pretty cool stuff send yeah. us scary clips we want to watch and react to scary videos in the future again send us genuinely like your favorite creepypasta your favorite spooky video yeah send it send nothing sad no, please no. Spooky. Fun spooky. <laughs> yep. Uh, but you can get that right this second. Patreon's got it all. Patreon.com slash GTTU pod. Mm -hmm. Also, just today, as of this recording, I released a new script on my website, yeah, themythtraveler.com. Awesome. Uh, uh, my old writing partner, uh, Guide to the Unknown folks might know him as Little Brother. <laughs> yep. Bobby and I wrote a new pilot. And uh, we put it online. We decided to – we're going to enter it into a few places, I think, as well. But we decided to uh, to just put it out there for people to read. There's a pilot and a treatment for a show called Textbook, fictional true crime show for edgy youngsters. The entire idea being it's, you know, presented as if we're completely yeah. out of touch. Right, of it's course. It's sort of a send-up of Euphoria and Riverdale, sort of. It focuses on the teachers and a murder mystery. If it's funny, it's in there. I don't care about breaking the fourth wall. It's 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 as blood soaked and uh, and hairy as some of the stuff I typically write, but it also genuinely might be the funniest thing. Yeah, I've ever written. It, it makes me laugh. Uh, there's something on every page that makes me laugh. Still. Yeah. Um. And uh, so go check that out. TheMythTraveler.com. The pilot for textbook. Mm -hmm. Uh. Yeah. So all right, let's talk about some more urban legends. Let's do it. So um, I'm picking up exactly where you left off in terms of uh, the numerology of it all. Yeah. The very next urban legend to cover is called the 1962 Halloween Massacre. 
Okay. Had you heard of this? No. Neither I. I know nothing about this. Yeah, this this is a very, very shorty. Um, I'm putting on screen right now for anybody who's watching the video version. This is what it is. Ah. There is a black and white image of a bunch of people. It almost looks like the photo at the end of The Shining. Yeah. Except everybody is in spooky Halloween costumes. They're in those freaky molded, I mean, it looks like it, molded plastic masks. Yeah. And a bunch of them have, you know, like rouge on their cheeks and reddish noses. Is that person even wearing a mask? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I do not know what's going on here. It's a very unsettling photo. And, and it seems like everybody's wearing normal clothes, I know. but then just these weird masks. So uh, read to everybody what the text on the photo says here. It says, on Halloween on 1962, there was a costume party. The man in black mask locked all the doors from outside and tried to kill all of them. So I said that everybody is wearing these molded plastic looking masks, except for somebody who's in the center of the photo who has like a jagged black bag over his head with slits cut for the eyes and mouth. Your eye goes right to them. One, they're in dead center in this framing of this photo, Mm -hmm. but they are also conspicuous because where everybody else is wearing some sort of a human mask this guy's almost just got like a black bag pulled over his head as if he was you know gonna rob a bank right right um it goes on to say the man ended up killing only seven people using a kitchen knife he was never caught but the mask was found in 1969 the fbi has it in custody yeah so this is evidently this this plays like a creepypasta or something right like even the way that this photo is up i got this by the way this photo itself i got from snopes Mm -hmm. who rates this as quite false okay but um, this is like the kind of image that would be sent around like in, in the internet of yore. Yeah. I have other creepypastas that I have saved mm-hmm. that are a photo with text right, right at the bottom of the image. Um, but so here's, here's, the, here's the dealio. And I actually, I really enjoyed how Snopes tried to, you know, like articles have to set something up. Yeah. If you're trying to disprove this, you have to, for some reason, start with... The annual celebration of Halloween is often ba 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 ba. Like it's probably just character count stuff. Yeah. May, oh yeah yeah yeah. Good yeah. point. They have to write something. Yeah. But so I do love the way that they phrase this though. The annual celebration of Halloween is typically associated with symbols of murder, mayhem, and madness, but of the playful show variety. Celebrants don't generally engage in those behaviors. Meh. Murder, mayhem, and <laughs> madness. Thank you, Snopes. Yeah. Wow, you've debunked another one. It's like they're trying to explain this to, like... An alien? An alien, yeah. yeah. Like, like P2 from Mars right. comes down and is like, what is this? <laughs> like, what is Halloween? They're playing at murder, but they're not actually engaging in the the true ritualistic uh, homicide. Right. Worry not, P2. Uh, but rather, they act them out with costumes and props in the name of good, safe, spooky fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, here's the, here's the deal. No such murders were reported anywhere in the U.S. on Halloween of 1962. And this story has too many logic holes <laughs> to be plausible. And now they're going to tear apart... Point by point. The man ended up killing only seven people using a kitchen knife. He was never caught, but the mask was found in 1969. The FBI has it in custody. Here we go. If the killer, quote, locked all the doors from the outside, how did he get into the room? <laughs> To stab That's his a victims. great question. That's like a like a logic right. question sort of thing. Yeah, that would yeah. be on mind trap. Right. You right. know? Definitely. He locked all the doors from the outside and killed everyone in there. How? How? Yeah. Well, he he has to lock the doors from the inside he to didn't. do that. He has to be in there. Right. 
Um, um, how did he get back out again? Uh, if his intent was to slaughter everyone, right? He yeah. tried to kill all of them. Why did he stop after killing only seven? I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like, why is it only seven? And then where are the other people? Clearly, he wasn't subdued and captured since he was reportedly never caught. Right. So he said, I'm going to kill you all. And he just changed his mind. Uh, seven. Well, tie tie. I'm full. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when you're eating Pringles and you wish you could finish the whole can. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. I wish I could finish the whole can. <laughs> if only I had the power and might. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got your Pringles, man. <laughs> you're mine. How could the FBI definitively know that a mask found seven years later was the same one worn by the perpetrator of the massacre back in 62? It's a great question. He was never found. This is his mask because seven years later is weird. Yeah. There's not even a special background story for the photo itself. It's just before people bought mass produced masks. Right. In the spirit of Halloween. This is just, it's just, this notion is that vintage Halloween was extra creepy yeah. because people did have to put rouge on their lips or wear. I mean, they were, this is very creepy. Wear a howdy doody mask. Yeah. And, and fall into the frame. I, this person is at a 45 degree angle at the bottom of the photo. That is H duty. You're it's right. Like they're being propped up. H duty is down. I'd recognize those ears anywhere. Falling down. Uh, yeah, it's very, it's very bizarre. Yeah. But that is the Halloween massacre of 1962, which is to say there was Honestly, no. Honestly, I think that's awesome. I, I think it's, oh, super duper fun. It's great. Super duper fun, which brings us to the 2016 clown sightings. Aha, of course. Now, this was recent enough that I have memories of people sharing videos of Definitely. this and, and talking about this. But I was also kind of busy in 2016. Yeah, I know. I had a couple things going on. Do you have any recollection? <laughs> do I remember what happened in 2016? Do you remember what happened to us? <laughs> no, I remember. And our family? <laughs> yeah. No, do I'm you, aware. Do you have any, like... Um, yes. Because I remember seeing these things, but just, I literally remember in 2016 being like... <laughs> I'm full. It's for a movie or something. Right. I'm full. Yeah, Pringles totally. Pringles man, get it, your ass over here. <laughs> so many <laughs> Pringles men that year. 2016. Yeah. There was a Pringle man slaughter in my home. There certainly was. Pringle man massacre. What we're alluding to, and it's going to feel extremely sudden, but I'll just say it and move I'd rather on. they never know. <laughs> um, Our sister was killed by a drunk driver in 2016, uh -huh. and then our father passed away two months later. Yes. Um, during, After a long hospital battle where he almost died like a million times. And it was the worst ever. We were busy. We were busy. Um, um, this was also the year, uh, if people uh, remember, if their memories are long enough, where they kept being like, great, another celebrity. Oh, like, I know. And we were Thanks, like, 2016. That became like a trend. Thanks, 2016. And I was like in the hospital. Totally. I was like, oh, you're 2016. Oh, I'm sucked. sorry. What about me? I know. I don't usually feel too proprietary about things like that, but it, I did find it very annoying. It was a cosmic joke that thanks 2016 was I know. endlessly the joke. Right. Yeah. We're like, F you. Um, but so I do remember this. I thought that, I mean, same deal. I was like, it's probably either viral marketing for something. I dismissed it um, instantly. I don't think I thought too much of it. I had no time for this. Except for, I remember, I at that time... Um, the apartment that I was living in backed uh, or like faced into woods. So it was kind of like my backyard and I would take the dog there for walks like every day. Mm -hmm. And so I did have the stray thought of like, what if I encounter a clown 
in these woods as we're just taking a walk. Yeah, and that was long enough ago that you had a way tougher time with clowns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's only somewhat recent that you are mm-hmm. fine with it. I have a spooky yeah. guy on the screen right now. Is this guy freaking you out? I don't. I still don't like it, but I get used to it pretty quickly now. I think mm-hmm. I just have um like a like a long. Uh, I don't know. It, it's like a habit for me to like see a clown and be like, Ugh. um. But I'm they just, they just, so used they to play it like, now. Like edge lords to me or something. I know. Actually, it was it was the events of 2016 that cured me of my clown thing. I was still freaked out, and then I was like, there, there's too much that's been an, like not just annoying, like crappy in my life. I've seen crazy things now. Like I don't want to care about clowns. Let me just like take a look at these guys. I genuinely and just like. Immuni- immunize myself and it worked you know so. the will you knew then is not the will you know now let's no. say no um but uh <laughs> i i after that i was like uh, genuinely the thing that I people say have, where like, they're time. like life is too short and yeah you know I, I i genuinely feel like that way i don't like feeling upset i will i will just move on I'll yeah just move on there, there are way worse things that can happen mm-hmm. and they'll happen again someday yeah so Enjoy your time. Yeah. Enjoy your time. And I didn't have time for this guy. No. I didn't no, have no, time no. for you, clown. Mm-mm. Back off, you clown. That's basically it. I was like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this thing that scares me where I'm, I'm over it. I get it. You got balloons. <laughs> I get it. Your pants are baggy and you're upset about it. Mm-hmm. Get the Pringles man. Tighten them pants up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that would tighten them up. Yeah, I got you. them slacks. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Fill out those sna- slacks real nice when you get the Pringles fan. <laughs> They're going to say something about sausages for a second there. <laughs> Fill out some slacks. Uh, so, the legend, to put it lightly, because yeah. there's really nothing here, is, uh-oh, there are clowns yeah. places. And it was a thing. It did become a thing where people would dress up as a clown and then just stand and look at people or wave at them. So it was like kids and, you know, Applebee's. Yeah. And then some clown comes up and goes to He's freaky. Yeah, I, I still wouldn't like that today. No, no one wants this. <laughs> no. Nobody wants it. No. But it, it was uh, a thing. Here's the, here's the crazy part. While this was happening in 2016, it goes back way further. Yeah. This has happened periodically. <laughs> yeah. Over the course of decades. Um, here is from the Wikipedia for Evil Clown. Mm-hmm. All right. There's a Wikipedia page for the clown sightings of 2016. Yeah. There's also a different Wikipedia for Evil Clown that gives deeper information about earlier stuff. There's so, also an American Hysteria episode. There is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That All is right. about this phenomenon. So definitely go check that out because yep. uh, Chelsea's always going to have more yes. like like genuinely analytical information and and uh, wonderful interpretations. Yeah, they got the scoop. This is this is what we got. Uh, the clown, the, the related urban legend of evil clown sightings in real life is known as phantom clowns. First reported in 1981. Hmm. It's like 30 years yeah. earlier. In Brookline, Massachusetts, children said that men dressed up as clowns and had attempted to lure them into a van. The panic of that event spread throughout the U.S., the Midwest, the Northeast. It happened again in 85 in Phoenix, 91 in West Orange, New Jersey, 95 in the Honduras. Later sightings included Chicago and Illinois in 2008. Here are some explanations. Stephen King's It. Clowns mm-hmm. are yeah. scary. Pennywise, the dancing clown. We have an episode about Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Um, is is a, a scary clown. We figured out that clowns, though they're supposed to be fun and make you happy, are actually very unnerving and yeah. uncanny valley-esque. Um, 
No, Stephen it makes King sense. Stephen King's It underlined it. Of course, mix that with John Wayne Gacy, right. a serial killer who was known for dressing up as Pogo the Clown, although he had another clown persona. Do you know it? No. I can't think of the name, so I'm going to say I don't either. <laughs> but he had another, there was like another version. He had another clown character he would do, and it yeah. was like the mouth was painted differently. So he really did have sort of like, I'm this guy if I'm like this, I'm that guy if I'm like that. Oy. Um, but he never dressed as a clown when he killed, is my understanding. No, I don't think it's so. It's just a spooky thing that he also did. Yeah, because there's, you know, there's, they're generally like child entertainers. Yeah. So they're supposed to be kind of like benign and non-scary. So yes. it's... But yes. he also, in jail, would paint Pogo the Clown and like sell Yeah, I, I saw some of those paintings when I went to the Museum of Crime and Punishment in D.C., which is now defunct. He profited off of his... Absurd. Patches the Clown Patches the is the clown. other one. There you go. Mm-hmm. But he, he was like making money off of yeah. like, aren't I creepy? <laughs> yeah. Bit, you know, like, yeah. It's really gross. Shut it down. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, it also showed similarities to the story of the Pied Piper of Hamlin. Oh, right. Another horror the Harry of Hamlin. The, the, the Harry of Hamlin. Uh, in most cases, the reports were made by children. No adults or police officers were able to confirm the sightings. Oh, interesting. So... Maybe things that really happened, maybe also like kids telling each other stories and then yeah. making something up. Who's who's to say? But let's get back to 2016 because, again, we were there. Mm-hmm. This did happen. So uh, there was a uh, – oh, okay. There was a okay, – right. this will all end up driving toward exactly what I assumed. Uh, in 2016 in Green Bay, Wisconsin – this is where the sightings began – um, five pictures of a creepy clown roaming in a vacant parking lot under a bridge at night started going viral on August 1st, 2016, which is, which is creepy, right? Like yeah. they, they dressed as a clown, a clown, they creep around under a bridge, post the video online. It's like a social media thing, mm-hmm. you know, um, a Facebook page was created shortly after claiming that the clown was named gags. Okay. Gags the clown. Don't like that. Um, it was for a movie that was released in 2019 called Gags the Clown. Gags the Clown. But the viral m- stunt really worked. That's a long game. The movie came out in 2019 and they did this in 2016? Yeah, I think there was a short film at the time, maybe. You're okay. right. You're right about that. I, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, good, good call. Um, Fox News USA Today started covering the video and stuff, um, then murmurings that uh, it was for a horror film. Um, happened when Wisconsin, when Wisconsin filmmakers announced the pictures were a marketing stunt for a then unreleased short film called Gags. Then a feature film was made. You're right. Mm -hmm. I got it. I got it backwards a little bit. That's, that's even weird that it wasn't available yet when they did it, you know? That's like, yeah. Look, it's it's just it's weird marketing. Like you want to market marketing. things that people can go get. You're, you're right about that. But who to, cares? to drum matter. up interest for something that is unavailable. But that is also this this like I also like really really relate to the idea of like I'm excited about something I'm doing. I just want to get it online. I just told everybody yeah. I have a new script out there. But it's out there. It's out. Well, yeah, but I mean, you can literally read the script. So I see what right. you're saying. But it's like it's not a show. You know what I mean? No, but it's Sometimes you're excited about something you just put it. I guess if I had written page one of the script and then posted that and been like, there's going to be more. Yeah. That would be a little less 
I did that with Elder Things. I posted chapters one and two. Yeah. Of a story. But there's still something to get. They, this was unreleased. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It doesn't matter. But it's like, I'm all the for people just is... putting things out to have fun. Yeah. And if, if it's just for that. But if this was, if the point of this right. was to market, I just think it's not the best strategy. But who gives a shit? Well, ultimately, the real point is that my work is available at themythtraveler.com. <laughs> of and, course. And, and many of these projects are envisioned uh, as series or, or films. And Everything drives back there. Treatments are available. That's all I'm really trying to say. I understand. No, you're right. We need to take a video of me dressed as a clown under a bridge. Oh, God. And all right. It just says, Go, please read my story. Please. <laughs> okay. Won't you please? It would get attention. That's you true. Put that up around town. Oh god! Like as a flyer, it, it would. They'd, they'd just be like, "He's back." <laughs> yeah. He's probably the one that did it in 2016 too. Yeah, right. You know, nobody remembers Gags the Clown the movie. They remember the concept yeah. of scary clowns, which is why I can also tell you this: it happened also in 2013 in Northampton, England. That was also spooky clowns being pictured places, and it turned out to be the work of three local filmmakers. Um. Uh who made a Facebook page for the so-called Northampton clown and used the appearances to drive traffic to the page. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's so funny. It's like everybody sort of has like this one idea occasionally. Yeah. Every few years, the wizards whisper. Scary clowns And somebody goes, hit. we need viral marketing scary clowns. Yeah. Now. Now. It sounds like that one was just purely for fun. Because even driving to a Facebook page, like, just for fun. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In 2014, some guy did it for YouTube pranks. Mm -hmm. And there was another documentary about another th thing. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into some backlash from these events. Um, internet social media sites received numerous postings related to the phenomenon. Because once you start doing this enough and Fox News covers it, now you've got imitators. Right. So maybe gags the clown people were doing it themselves mm -hmm. but then once people go yeah. like oh it's easy to buy a clown costume and go shoot it ourselves now you've lost complete control who knows what people might be doing yeah um with the thi like now you've inspired people to do who knows what yeah totally um the world clown association president randy christensen took a stance against the current trend of people dressing up as clowns to frighten people yeah Circuses and other clown-related businesses. What what is another clown-related business? I don't like know. A I mean, funny clown sandwich college? shop, clown college. You got it. There you go. That was the that was the answer. I guess I did know a clown uh, who was a server at a diner. I I used to like to go to all the time. Oh, really? I did. I know that clown college is something that a lot of actors do because it's is that right? yeah because they do a lot of exercises that are applicable mm -hmm. in like life and in acting. And Famously, Steve-O was a clown. June Diane. Uh, Raphael and Casey Wilson and I believe Paul Shear all went to clown school. No kidding. Mm -hmm. You do a lot of like deep emotional work. I've heard them talk about it on podcasts. That's interesting. Yeah, definitely I'm... June and Casey, my close friends. But yes. Oh, I love June Diane Raphael. I do too. Yeah. Um, uh, in October 2016, McDonald's decided that Ronald McDonald would keep a lower profile for a while. <laughs> As a result, he would only make like live appearances places. <laughs> Let's um, just keep it chill. A sociologist has called 2016, quote, a bad time to be a professional clown. I would imagine. The clown market really crashed in 2016. And yeah. I don't know if it's recovered ever since. It hurts all of them. There's got to be like a stock ticker yeah. that like shows, like when people check the Dow or yeah, something. Yeah. Like a well, though, with the, with the release of the it's It just movies. Ribbons. The, yeah. the stock tickers are just like flying out like colored ribbons. <laughs> yeah, confetti. But the It movies came out. And so maybe their stock rose again. Our stock will rise high. Hi. I I wonder. 
Maybe. Did the did Pennywise... You still it's do the Pennywise see, bump. I, I still do see... You get the Pennywise bump. I yeah. still do see Pennywises occasionally. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. In my backyard. <laughs> no. um, the killer clown craze was linked to a significant increase in sales of clown suits. Uh, <laughs> One would think. In and near... <laughs> that sounds right. Glasgow, Scotland. During Halloween, some Floridians decided to go armed while trick-or-treating. You don't say. Oh, God. I don't think they needed clowns. If I had to guess, the clowns uh, might have been unrelated. It's ancillary. (laughs) Now, I did write a section called Clown Fever. Okay. That sounds sounds like a whole new kind of sickness. Clown (laughs) clown madness. I want to catch that. Uh, October 25th, 2016, several news outlets reported on an alleged clown-initiated purge or attack, which was supposed to take place on Halloween 2016. While there were no widespread purge attacks as threatened, a family from Florida on Halloween 2016 was attacked by a group of approximately 20 people in clown masks. That's horrible. And masks styled after the purge movies. No arrests were made. That's horrible. It'd be horrible no matter what, but like a few things about that make me go like, oh my God. Number of people, 20 people. 20 people. I really hate this story. It allows you to like disassociate by being under a mask a little bit. Like the anonymity. Mm -hmm. The concept of the purge altogether. I haven't really watched those movies. I hate the purge. Do you? Yeah. I had two nightmares in one week after I watched the purge too. Whoa. About the purge. I said, oh, okay. Should specify. That a sandwich was eating me. (laughs) No, I the purge was like deep in my subconscious. Really? The concept freaks me out. I don't like it. So I've huh. only seen the purge too. Do people talk about doing like a binge of the purge? I'm, sh- I'm sure. Right. I feel like they must. You want to binge and right? purge? That's like Netflix and chill. <laughs> right. 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 No. Um, students at Pennsylvania State University, paranormal state, mm. and Michigan State University were involved in mobs that searched for clowns on campus after reported sightings. What? Sounds annoying as hell. Why? Everyone, out of your dorms. We're hunting the grounds. We have to gather together. There's safety in numbers. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Shut up. Get back to your rooms. <laughs> yeah. What do they call Go that? to like, sleep the now. Team. What's like the dorm boss? RA. Yeah, the, the dorm, the <laughs> den mother. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, campgrounds floated with rumors of clown attacks. That makes perfect sense. Campgrounds. I like, would be so uneasy. Kids, I, I don't want to go to camp. Are you kidding? Neither why. But if I heard that there were clown attacks going on, attacks of any sort. I know. But God, well, the, the, point, the point sort of is there Should wasn't. Never go anywhere. Don't ever go anywhere. This is all horrible. I always say to people, you shouldn't <laughs> go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. That's why you come here to do the show. I know. I ain't leaving this house. <laughs> this is like the only place I go. I never go anywhere. Especially not after dark. Oh, oh no. I, uh, I had to go to Target at 8.30 um, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, but aren't they going to be like almost closed, and the street's going to be empty? And I was like, oh, no, 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 wait. Um, I'm a loser, and I, I never leave. I don't, I don't do anything or go anywhere. And I, and I especially never go anywhere after bedtime, because Zoe goes to sleep at 7. So in my head, it's like 2 in the morning. What are you, nuts? The world was so busy. It was so busy. What is everyone doing out? Go home. No, no, no. Ryan and I like to be home by dark. Just for cozy purposes. Go home, everybody. Go home. We go to morning movies. We're trying to be home by like 4.35. I'm not trying to go to the movies after dark. Look, I'm not trying to go to the movies. Go home. Shut it down. (laughs) Shut it down. All right. I did watch a little bit of Gags the Clown, the movie. Okay. What I saw... 
eh, fine. Okay. Confused me a little bit. I, I Let me tell you what I saw. Sure. Spoilers for the end of Gags the Clown. I frankly didn't have enough time. So did you just go to the end of Gags? You bet I did. Okay. My understanding, it's almost like a found footage type movie. And actually it plays with this mania itself, which I think is the, a, a great approach for mm-hmm. a movie. Um, it seems to have very bad reviews. Okay. But I do like this premise. News reporter realizes that there are clown sightings says, ooh, this would make for a great news piece, the way that, like, Fox News covered all this stuff and, mm-hmm. like, mainstream – oh, sorry, lamestream media. There you go. Thank you. Um, covered all the actual clown sightings. That's what the character in the movie is doing. She's trying to cover it all mm-hmm. for the clicks, you know, for the, the watches, yeah. whatever. Um, so it's a little found footage in that regard. What I saw at the end sort of puzzled me. Um, a different news person, she, she like runs into a building and screams and then it cuts to another news reporter who's like, we just got word that there's another clown setting at this hinting that yeah. all news agencies are doing what the protagonist had been doing and trying right. to take advantage of this, this panic mm-hmm. for monetary gain and attention and all that. Right. Um, then reporter that, that presumably was the protagonist runs out of the building mm-hmm. and just runs is running in danger like terror and new reporter goes like oh get this get this get this so now we're watching now this woman has become the news yeah basically sure she's being filmed as she runs down the street and here's what's puzzling the film glitches uh-huh to hide a cut you know and when it's done glitching shakes no gags gags the clown is has appeared right in front of the reporter yeah but it, it genuinely is as if, as if he, like, apparated. Uh-huh. He, like, Nightcrawler. He just, poof. Yeah. He's all of a sudden in front of her. So he is magical. Hell yeah, like Nightcrawler. He's holding a bundle of black balloons, and he releases them. And the camera follows the balloons up, up, up into the sky. And I think, well, what are they trying to hide in the edit? Mm-hmm. You know? And when you come back down, are they going to be gone? Like, Shakes- yeah. Uh, Gags the Clown abducted her or something, and we're going right. to smash the credits. No. More, more confusing than that, the camera comes back comes back down, and he's holding a balloon that sort of looks like the reporter. She's still there. Okay. I, I almost thought it would be like Killer what? Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, like, I thought that was what you were saying. Yeah, like he turns you into a balloon, a balloon right. animal of you. And then I started thinking, like Blair Witch with the stick men, mm-hmm. and then Blair Witch 2016 tried to say that's like a voodoo doll. If you break a stick, it's yeah. associated with a person. So if you break the stick, it breaks the person. Right. An evil clown who makes balloon animal people yeah. and their voodoo dolls. Yeah. Right? And then he can yeah. twist your legs further. That works. And he can pop your leg. He can pop different parts of your body. So if he pops your foot, like your that. foot explodes. It works. I don't like it, which is a compliment, I guess. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. I don't, I don't usually like scary clown stuff, but I thought of that and I was like, yeah, balloon animal voodoo doll. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Art the clown can do it. I don't know. Right. So um, uh, she's holding the balloon. And, and he leaves. He, like, disappears. Uh-huh. And then she's just standing there, and she starts laughing. And I'm like, oh, they're going to go on her laughing because now she's become crazed like a clown. Yeah. Smash to credits. Tragic ending. No. She explodes. <laughs> what? Like a balloon, of course. So I couldn't believe it. So was that, I guess, a voodoo doll? Are we to guess that? Doink the Clown, or whatever his name is, walked yeah, away and then... burst the balloon. But it happened simultaneously? So maybe? Well, was he out of frame? Had yes. he walked out? Yeah. So I guess, 
I don't know. I mean, that's just my guess. For me, it play. You're right. The fact that she's holding the balloon, maybe, maybe the balloon popped and and she popped, but it happened so quickly, I couldn't tell the. Di- maybe earlier in the movie, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. <laughs> yeah. But also, let's give it some credit. Maybe earlier in the movie, it was set up. It, we saw that like he pricked a balloon and a person exploded. Down that the that would make sense. That could. And happen. then you yeah. see it happen quick back to back with her holding her own balloon or something. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe, maybe. Right. But for me in the moment, you're just like, what? It was just the last thing I expected was for her to explode <laughs> and for there to be like a comical gushy wet sound of her blood splattering. Yeah. And then it boom, like punches to credits. Yeah. And I was like, Gags the Clown has a little more energy and wry sense of humor than mm-hmm. I, ex- I expected this to be like, Oh, can you believe how gritty and yeah. yucky yeah. <laughs> this guy is? But it seemed like it was actually maybe a little more killer clowns. It sounds like it if if she exploded like a balloon. Yeah. If she exploded like a balloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the killer clowns have like evil popcorn that yeah, tries right. to eat you. Right. Um uh so that's my so review fun. of Gags the Clown. I don't I, I didn't see it. <laughs> I saw <laughs> saw the last five minutes. Yeah. Um but a creative idea. It's it's where all this killer clown stuff was driving to. It's the point. Yeah. It's why the 2016 sightings are still known today. It's why people will occasionally harken back to that. I still occasionally, it's not very often at all, at all, at all. But occasionally somebody will upload a video of like this clown in the tree line in the woods. Mm. And it's like, again, like I pointed out, it's been happening at least since the 80s. Wait, Will, were all the 2016 things all about Gags the Clown? The original ones before people were presumably inspired and yeah, they just yeah, yeah. did them all over the world. Yeah, okay. But like, this is- I the, think I brain farted it. The, the, yeah. On the screen behind us right now, this is the original 2016 clown, okay. is my understanding. Yeah. And he's for Honestly, the movie Gags the Clown. But then, because it was so viral, other people just started dressing up like clowns and shooting videos. Okay. All right. I gotcha. You know? Yeah. yeah. But, but this movie is really what it was all driving to. It's free on Tubi. Yeah. Tubi brings it. Tubi has like a lot of horror stuff. It does. Worth a look. Tubi's got the goods. That's right. Well, you know who else has the goods? Who? You do. You find people have the goods. We really appreciate you. We hope you enjoy what we brought to you tonight. And what? I'm trying to figure out how they have the goods. They're good people. They got the goods. Oh, they're goods. You are the goods. Well, no, they got them too. They got the goods. They, it's happening, you know. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, I'm starting to get it. Yeah, they're, it's happening. They're they're hip. They're happening. They got, got it. it. You know what? It they got it. They got the goods, baby. That is you. So thank you so much. We hope you like the show. Please go check out Patreon.com/gttupod if you would like all those bonuses that we talked about before. Please check out TheMythTraveler.com to see Will's writing, and you can also go to gttupod.com, which is the home of Guides to the Unknown. You can find links to our Facebook group, to our merch, advertising info, and um, a bunch of past episodes. So check it out. Dive in. Mm-hmm. Social media is getting a lot weirder these days, but we remain yeah. at gttupod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Remain steadfast. We're 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 staying, I guess. Guess, yeah. We'll see what happens as it melts around us. Yeah, exactly. Um, worst comes to worst, you'll always find us, as Chrissy mentioned, on patreon.com slash gttupod, mm-hmm. gttupod.com, and of course, the Discord that yes. you can get access to through our Patreon. Yep, it's so, awesome. So uh, go dive in. Have a good time, everybody. Hope you have a great week. Mm-hmm. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving as well, yeah. if, it, if it is applicable to you yep. in the uh, United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, enjoy Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and we'll see you next week for more spooky stuff. Yeah. But until that time comes, we... <laughs> 
must travel. Back to the netherworld. <laughs> Going. certainly true isn't it funny you know we say it every week but it really is true <laughs> that's funny <laughs> well how's it going everybody